Hi folks, it's Rabbi Sharon Brous here. You are listening to Ikar's podcast where you can hear our sermons from Shabbat and holidays, our guest speakers, our teachers, anything we think worth listening to that we can capture, you can hear right here. Thank you so much for being with us. There's a turning point that happens in our Torah in the story of our ancestors who struggled and grappled like we do with the difficulties of family relationships, of self-identification, and of understanding who they were and who they were called to be in the world. And as we come toward the close of the book of Genesis, we start to see the ways that many of the wounds from generations before, many of the patterns that had been established in our family start to come to, to a head and some of them are ultimately able to be resolved. One of the great turning points of the book of Genesis occurs in this week's parsha. It occurs in a verse that you may or may not have noticed in chapter 42, verse 21. It happens once Yosef, has, who is now dressed as the second in command to Paro, to the king of Egypt, sees his brothers before him begging him for food that they need in order to survive. He recognizes them. They don't recognize him. And he threatens to throw them all in prison, which he does for several days, accuses them of being spies, and tells them that they will not have the food that they need in order to survive unless they're able to go home and bring back their youngest brother, Benjamin. Benjamin. And it is in this moment, when faced with the prospect of returning to their bereaved father, Yaakov, who already has spent now a decade and a half grieving for his son, Yosef, who he thinks is dead, that they have a moment of self-reflection, a moment in which they look at themselves and they say, and it says so in the text of the Torah, they say to one another, alas, we are now being punished for what we did to our brother a decade and a half ago. He pleaded with us to save his life and we did not listen to him. That's why we're suffering today. And, and what the rabbis will point out is that we didn't hear Yosef plead years ago when they had thrown him into the pit. We didn't hear him crying out, wailing and weeping as the brothers now recall. That was a story that was not told, a detail that was suppressed until the moment that their conscience was awakened. And that moment, years later, is when they suddenly understood in great relief what they had done before. They suddenly recognized their brother's humanity, a memory that they had suppressed over the course of many, many years. And once they have their conscience awakened, they are transformed. And following this new reflective awareness comes a real shift in action, which we see through their brothers Reuven, through Yehuda. The entire story hinges on this moment of self-awareness. I raise this for us this week at the end of another incredibly difficult week in which we saw yet another shooting in another American school. And I have heard a couple of times over the last several years this absolutely horrific reality that twice as many students are killed in school shootings a year as members of the military who are deployed around the world. Twice as many students in America are killed in our classrooms in the course of one year. And in some of the protests after this shooting in Michigan, I saw a sign that a little girl was holding that said, if I'm shot in school, please bring my body to Congress because my blood will be on their hands. 
And I know that I'm not alone in wondering what it will ultimately take to pierce the conscience of those lawmakers. It's not the country, it's a few lawmakers who because of their addiction to blood money refuse to do what is absolutely essential to be done in this country. What will it take to pierce the conscience of these lawmakers and have them ultimately go through the transformation that Yosef's brothers went through in that moment when perhaps they feared for their own lives but suddenly were awakened to the humanity of their brother years before? What will it take for them to hear the voices of Fred Gutenberg, whose daughter Jamie was murdered at Parkland, who I saw in DC this week, the day after this shooting, we had a moment of commiserating. Yet again, yet another, he said. And, and then I got to come home and, and kiss my kids goodnight in the middle of the night when I arrived back from DC, but he got to go home to an empty bedroom. What will it take? to open the eyes, to pierce the conscience of those people who stand in the way of us engaging in a safe and loving way, building a safe and loving society for ourselves, for our children, and for our future. What I know is that it's possible because Yosef's brothers did to him the absolutely unthinkable. They threw him in the pit and were willing to leave him to die and then sold him into slavery and assumed that he had died. But years later, Years later, after all of the justifications and ruminations that they had to go through in order to live with themselves, they were finally awakened to what they had done, and it changed them, and it can change this country too. So on this Shabbat, Rosh Chodesh, Chanukah, I am not giving up. We will not give up. There is a better future. We know that it is absolutely possible. Our work is a culture shift. It is to pierce the conscience of a nation to transform the way we understand the sanctity of life, which some of those in our country who are in positions of leadership believes only applies to fetuses and not to actual human beings. Well, we declare that we will not be silent, we will not be quiet until this is transformed. I know it to be possible, we will make it so. Let us say amen. Hi, it's Mayim Bialik, actor, neuroscientist, Ikar member, and lover of all things Jewish. Do you like what you're listening to? Please consider donating to Ikar so that we can continue creating more podcasts and fulfilling our mission of harnessing untapped energy in the Jewish community to reanimate Jewish life, embody moral courage, nurture the spirit, and work to decipher what it means to be a human being in the world today. Why don't you visit our website at ikar-la.org and give today.